Hey guys, and welcome to episode 37 of Dad Knows Best. I am Harrison Mudge, daddy of one, and my daddy of two, Adam <laughs> Callow, is to my right. I can't get used to these <laughs> intro. I just can't. Uh, hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I guess if you're new to the show, this is where two best friends, also dads, uh, talk about all things fatherhood, parenthood, mistakes we've made. Uh, and sometimes we go off topic, but that's that's just the nature of the show. We talk about what it's really like to build a small child. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to the other show that we do. You don't the highs, it. the lows, and the all the learnings. <laughs> <laughs> we can literally just nick the tagline. Of, uh, we do a business show called The Startup Diary. Uh, uh, and if, you, uh, if you're if you interested in entrepreneurship, go and subscribe to that. Uh, but the tagline for that is the highs, the lows, and all the learnings. And I guess you could what literally... what it's really like to build a small business. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Harry, how is your small child? Uh, he <clears throat> is fantastic. Fantastic. I've got some photos to show you later. Oh, nice. Because we've been taking a picture um, every month Okay. with them cards. The cards are I could take or leave, but it's nice that we take a picture of him every month on like the twenty first <laughs> ish. Ish, okay. <laughs> but it's fascinating to see because it showed Sarah actually. It's fascinating to see him like even between month three and four. What the development? Yeah. Quick question: because you're because you're a creative, mm-hmm. do you find yourself like going above and beyond with like photo and video and like? I would like that? to, but it stresses me out to Why? no end. Because all I want to do really is just get a quick photo. Okay. But because... (laughs) (laughs) And that's Big big Ben striking eight. Apologies for Um, that. But because... Because uh, because I want to make it a nice photo, yep. I think that's what stresses me out. Because it, because we're doing it at home and we don't necessarily have a proper setup and stuff, it's like, all oh, right, we need to set this up. We need to get some like, background, backdrop, try different things. So like <laughs> month three, we tried him in the corner of the sofa with a like a furry throw. Mm-hmm. That looks quite nice. Um, month four, we've tried him in his new little, uh, what's the chair called? It was like a bee or something. It's like a little soft chair anyway. You can sit them in and he sits up in it. Is it a bugaboo? Mm, Did I just make that up? <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's a brand of okay. push chairs, but it's something like that. Okay. Beluga or something. I, don't, he, know. <laughs> I, I don't know. We should be um, guessing this. Has he, has he got one of those um, jumpers yet? No, mum. my mum is getting one of them. Great for We don't have the space for him, for it. Uh, but you don't even need the ones that like roll around and stuff. Have you seen the ones that go between a door frame? Mm-hmm. That's probably like a good shout. <laughs> probably stress Frank out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you, like, you, you want him like me. a moving target. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, so this time around on month four, we did. Uh, <laughs> so we got him on his chair in the living room on the wooden floor. Um, and then we used a clothes horse <laughs> and then draped a, white, a clean white bed sheet over the back. So it's just like a nice little white backdrop. Trying different things. She made her own little set. Yeah, but that was stressful. But like in what I'm asking is like in between those days, like on the 21st where you do your monthly mm-hmm. shot, do you find yourself wanting to, because obviously with the with your camera, with the videos, you've got some amazing shots of Frank. You used to take Frank out. and It's all time and it stresses me the fuck out when I'm trying to edit a photo. For example, when we took a photo for month four, yeah, just one. I was, took the photos like sweet, lappy out, SD card in. To which Emmy was like, "Are you not going to tidy the room up?" Oh, wow. I was like, 
<laughs> so I went off on an. I'm abs- in my creative <laughs> process. <laughs> and I was, I, I just went off on like an absolute rant. I was like, "Fine, I'll tidy everything up." You know, like gravity is like ten times its normal self. So like, this goes here. I'll move this away. This is yours. Why have you left this out? I'm moving that now. So what, that was all thing. Anyway, tidied it all up. Makes sense. Tidy. At this point, Frank and I look at you. Um, do not fucking piss him <laughs> off right now. Um, and then managed to sit down and do the pictures. Um, but I find that because I don't have the time to do the process, mm-hmm. probably the best way to say it. Um, and I'd rather not get because otherwise I end up with thousands of photos that I don't get to sort of edit. Um, which I actually had some from a walk that we did the other week, and I never, never edited them. One day, one day when I'm retired, I'll look back and be like, oh, remember that time? <laughs> Lappy out, SD card <laughs> in, and he's like, why are we not going to reset? Uh, what anyway, are we talking about today, mate? Today, Adam, we are, sorry by the rubbing of the eyes and stuff, I actually feel really tired, by the way. That's why I asked you on the way in this one, I was like, you're right, because you looked, right. you looked slightly perplexed and you were only walking. Well, like, like last night, I went to the, I went to the gym. Congrats. The gym. Uh, what did you say correct i said congrats oh i thought you said correct <laughs> i was like uh so i went to the gym and even h- halfway through my gym session started getting a bit of a headache um and i'm drinking plenty of water it's always my go-to as well if you're ever getting a headache just neck a load of water mm-hmm. my like, normal go-to is three ibuprofen <laughs> three paracetamol and codeine if you're feeling lucky and if i can swallow them dry i will <laughs> Um, Standard. <laughs> just crush them up and uh, no uh, so so yeah like was finding that I was getting a little bit of a headache in the gym but I was like oh, it's probably because I'm just like straining because it was like after like a heavy set or something mm-hmm. and it was like Phew, give it a set and let my blood come back to the brain um, but it's kind of persisted in the evening and when I was at, when I was at home I was like fucking hell am I like just and I just felt like I, in the gym I suddenly got like really tired like I can feel it now but like round my eyes I was just like, Whoa, I could just lie down right now and just pass out. <laughs> uh, and when I got home, I was holding, I was holding Elliot and I was feeding him. <laughs> That's how I hold my boy <laughs> vigorously. Um, and I'm feeding him. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I am tired. And then this morning, I'm still as tired. And um, yeah, and I've, I feel like I've got a weird kind of non-cold cold. <clears throat> Like I feel a bit nasally and I feel a bit like coffee and a little bit sore throat, but it's not actually developed into something uh, full blown. I don't know what the incubation period is of coronavirus, but, <laughs> but we'll I don't know, I'm laughing out. about that. Um, but anyway, the topic I was going to uh, move swiftly on to today was, and we tried to cover this last week, but we didn't. We got sidetracked with an alternative topic. So, you know, I wasn't being rude then. I was checking something to do with my Fitbit and my that's, sleep last that's night. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. So I'll go on my phone as well. Uh, I'll consult my notes. And it's the same notes as last week. Uh, <laughs> the boys are being little shits. Um, extremely difficult time for Sora. Mm-hmm. I wanted to catch up on this because I know you made a point that it's like, whew, the boys have been really testing Sora. And I think I even heard her in the office the other day say something to you I don't not that I was eavesdropping but I don't know if I can't remember whether I'd overheard a conversation you two were having or whether she was speaking to Kat or something like that but she, she I heard her say that just like yeah they're, try, they're testing me they're testing me so I wanted to know 
what what is what's being tested why are they testing you how are they testing you and are so, they testing you at all or is it just Sarah yeah so me and you have brothers mm-hmm. just setting the, the sort of scene here yeah bit of context uh, me and you have brothers <clears throat> and Sarah is an only child okay so how I see it is what's happening right now in the house is Reggie in the last four weeks, probably eight weeks, he's developing at an extraordinary rate right now. Like if you take him back to just Christmas, so like three months ago, two and a half months ago, he was very insular, like like to keep himself to himself, not very vocal, mm -hmm. not a chatterbox. This year, he's just come out of himself um, and chatterbox, bubbly, building his own personality, absolutely amazing to watch. Um, but the flip side of that is because he's starting to be his own little boy, he's now getting confrontational with Riley. Mm -hmm. So Reggie's, Reggie's three, four in three months. Riley's just turned six. So mm -hmm. two and a half years between them. And what they're now trying now what they're doing within the house is before it was they'd be a little bit cheeky towards sorrow and they wouldn't listen to mummy but mummy would put a foot down and get the job done mm -hmm. so now what's happening is they're now like they've moved like mummy to like tier 2 is in like well, I don't have to worry about mummy anymore like I need to worry about my brother like and they kind of go in at each other and completely disregarding some of the stuff that Sarah is trying to do and say because they're trying to like stamp territory and basically just wind each other up, it feels like, mm -hmm. within the house. So that's causing its own problems. When I'm in the house, they don't do it, um, which is a point of frustration, I think, for, for all the parents out there. Uh, if, you, if you're, a, if you're a, a daddy and you know that your boys are behave when you're in the house, but when you go away... Uh, like you're the half calls you up and it's like these kids are being terrors again it must genuinely be tough for your other half because it's like a sense of like disrespect or like why are you only good when daddy's in the house mm -hmm. and then you treat me like shit I don't see it like that because uh, <laughs> they're <laughs> angels when you're at home <laughs> no because, because I've been present uh, even to the point where like when I've been going on uh, running the morning yeah, literally yesterday morning went for a run came back in the house at about 6.30. No one knows I'm back in the house. And I can hear the boys being little shits, terrorizing each other. Um, and then Sarah trying to deal with it. They share, they share a room, right? Uh, currently, it's getting mm -hmm. changed in the next week. Uh, probably another point of conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but they're not... For me, I just see it as like they're just being boys. Like, And what I'm trying to get across to Sarah right now is uh, you're not going to fix this. There is nothing to fix right Sorry, now. Sorry, so she she's trying to stop them from winding each other up. Yeah. Because when it's just when when they're winding her up, she can deal <clears> with it. But because they're winding each other up and she has they're not paying attention to her in that situation, <laughs> she's not she hasn't got the control that she used to have. So what what Sarah feels like is they're disrespecting me. The key thing is, and it's how I grew up as well, is around my mum, I'd get away me and you, like we get we try and get away with everything. When dad's present, mm -hmm. fuck me, like I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, like, dad, dad was the, uh, you don't want to piss dad off. Exactly. And that's just like, a, I think that's a constant dynamic that I was raised in and it's what we've got with our boys. Mm -hmm. um, but the, I guess the reason that I think Sarah's finding it so hard to had like a nice like chat about it 
a couple of weeks back is she feels like she's not being a great parent because she can't, and I'm using air quotes here, control them and stop mm. them from fighting. Whereas I see it as, sorry, you're not going to change them now. I said, this is what they're going to be like. I says, if you think about me and my brother, uh, we used to terrorize. We still terrorize. If I have an opportunity to terrorize my brother now, I'm 30 and he's 35. I'm, I'm going to do it. Like, because we're brothers and that's what we do. Well, my, my older brother used to just be able to look at me from across the dinner table. And wind you up. And wind me up. Yeah. Cause just, I don't know what, I don't know why. I think, I think there's all, I guess there's like a, an underlying tension between mm-hmm. brothers, no matter what. I don't know why, I don't know what's the, what the cause is, but like, because for him to be able to sit opposite and just give me like a little bit of a smirk and a look... And your blood and just I, and, I, and I'd be like, just stop looking at me, and like we just blow up into a full blown argument over the dinner table. Yeah, and he hadn't he hadn't physically done anything, and then my mum was like, stop winding your brother up. Uh, but and I, I think I actually and then your brother's like, I didn't do anything. I just looked at him. <laughs> yeah, and then and then while she's talking to me, saying you get just ignore smirk. him, he's yeah. giving me another look behind her back. Yeah. Why are you still looking at me? <laughs> um, but I think I, I think I actually said if I didn't say it too sorry, she should definitely listen and subscribe just to hear this. But um, <laughs> leave a comment down below, sorry. Uh, but like that for us didn't change until so my older brother is thirty three. 33 I think I think he's like three and a bit years older than me mm-hmm. um, it didn't change until I was like 18 because only at that point are you both sort of adults yep. or adult enough to kind of appreciate your brother on another level that rather than just being the knobhead that always winds you up yeah you exactly. wind each other up until a point that you actually uh, get exposed to a bigger wider world and you go actually we're a good fucking team that's yeah. like that's how like me and my yeah, brother yeah. and like I'll still wind them up as much as I can. Like that's what brothers yeah, are always going to yeah, do. But, still, but you've you've but learned there's a respect there. You've learned that you are that you are family and like the, the like fam, the family dynamic is a weird one to even explain. But like when you when you hit that point, where it's like actually we we'll still wind each other up, but we're, we're family, so yeah. it's it's like a safe zone. It's like we'll wind each other up, but I ain't let anyone else wind you up. Yeah. That's like my privilege. Mm-hmm. No one's going to fuck with you. Sort of attitude. Yeah. But trying to convey that to like Sarah in a point where she just feels like they're just continually being disobedient. And I don't feel like... Is she is she, she trying think, to... T- like, is is she basically getting frustrated because she's saying, stop winding each other up and they won't? And then she's like, well, they're not listening to me anymore. Is that, is that what the issue is? Yeah, a little bit. It's sort of like... I... I I'm I'm putting words in Sarah's mouth here, so this could be wildly inaccurate. But this is how it feels. She'll comment down below. This is how I issue. feel about it. When I when I'm speaking about it, it, it it's like I'm a mum. I've got two boys that are every week like continually just listening to me less and less and fighting with each other. As a mum, it's my responsibility to raise them and stop them from arguing and teach them to be proper little boys, polite, respectful, and all this good stuff. I think she feels like she's not doing that job to like the impact that she wants to whereas i see she's doing an amazing job she's like the best mummy in the world they're just little boys being little boys Mm -hmm. and it's like i'm trying to explain to her don't take it emotionally if you need to do some corrective behavior split them up whatever you need to do just do it and like duck off a water off a duck's back and they said duck off water's back (laughs) 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 Uh, water off a duck's back just because she lets every little thing in the house wind her up. So I've seen Sarah's stress levels. And then she starts to basically argue with the kids. And I'm like, why do you argue with the kids? 
And then she goes off one at me. And I'm like, <clears throat> pause. Don't argue with me. <laughs> I'm like, you are literally arguing with a four-year-old or a three or five-year-old, six-year-old, whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. you're, they have no, like, their brains are not cognizant enough to understand why you are. They're not even sure why they're arguing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they probably won't do until they're a lot older. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, you need to just p- stop being emotional about it. And it's really hard to say because she's well, exposed it's, to it's, it. It's easy to say. It's, yeah, hard, sorry, it's, hard, it's hard, hard to do. Exactly, yeah. So she, some water and all that. <laughs> <laughs> she's exposed to it like all the time. And I'm exposed to it in snippets. So I'm, I'm kind of like flying in and seeing it now and then. And the points that I see as well, I'm like, yeah, that is really frustrating. But I see it emotionally get to Sarah where I think, I think what I'm trying to explain to Sarah right now is like, don't let it penetrate you and get you down. Just action it accordingly. And the other day she did it for the first time. Like I came back in from that run. Mm-hmm. And when I came upstairs, I was downstairs with ice pack on my knee um, <laughs> as, as I desperately need after every run right now. <laughs> uh, otherwise it just agony. Um, and it went quiet. And I'm like, oh, what's happened? Went upstairs. Sorry, okay. I am now. Okay, cool. It's dark upstairs. It's still 6.30ish. And uh, I go to the cupboard and there's a kid sat in front of it facing the cupboard. So Sarah just got to the point that she just split them up, got Riley upstairs into the bedroom and just said, sit there, face the wall. You're not having your iPad and sit there until I get out of bed. And like, you should have seen Riley. Riley looked broken didn't know what to do so she kind of like just completely disarm because normally it'd be like arguing tell them to do something to do she just split them up and disarm them both and i was like oh that was an interesting tactic um and that seemed to have worked yeah that's what that's what my mum used to do is like separation is the only thing because you've fallen out because you're occupying the same room mm-hmm. <laughs> similar as that like you you're either across the dinner table you're playing pool in the hotel swinging them swinging the cues at each other whatever <laughs> it might be but the only solution is to just split it up yeah Obviously, it's easier sometimes to do than others, but for me and my brother, it would always be a case of one of us would go to our room and the other stay downstairs. Um, the problem we have right now is they have the same room. Yeah. Um, so we're we're making some changes. So um, the the uh, like the spare room in the house, we're now moving Riley back into it. Um, to it wasn't because of the, the misbehaviors to start with. Well, it kind of was, but it was because of the morning routine that they kind of got themselves into. Like, Riley would wake up earlier than Reggie. Reggie can sleep through. I think I said before, like, Reggie was like you with sleep. If you just leave him to it, like, he's never going to wake up. Like, he'll go into hibernation. <laughs> okay. Like, he, he would just hibernate if possible. Uh, he would sleep from about September to February if he had a choice. Oh, sounds good. Um, so, but Riley, like, wakes up and he, like, whispers travel. If there's no noise, whispers travel. So yeah, I can, a, a whisper, a whisper is not it, a not a quiet way of communicating. No, no, especially when you're in a silent house. It's the same as when someone shushes you. <laughs> they have to make more noise to shush you. I was watching something last night and someone shushed him. He went, "Is your fucking wheel leaking?" Mate? <laughs> 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 I was absolutely brilliant. Um, so Riley in the morning will like Reggie, you awake? Reggie, Reggie, do you want to play? Reggie. And then Reggie won't reply. So you'll hear little steps down his little bunk bed ladder. And then you'll hear Reggie like, like moan at Riley for waking him up. But then they're both awake. 
and then they start teasing each other, playing nicely for like five minutes, then start teasing each other, then it's hell. And then because they're up, the dog starts barking, thinking, oh, it's time to get up. Where's the dog? Downstairs in the living room. Uh, hallway. Kitchen. Yeah, hallway, yeah. yeah. Hallway kitchen. Um, so we're like, oh. at that point, the whole house is awake. Um, and then Reggie's a, just grumpy because he hasn't got the sleep that you want. Mm-hmm. So it starts the day off like poorly for mm-hmm. everyone in the house. Uh, like so- today. So, <laughs> so we're uh, we're putting Riley back into his room, uh, and then Reggie back in. Like Reggie's going to have his own room, uh, and I think that'll do two things. One, when we send each other to their rooms, perfect. I guess one thing we've got is why? Did, sorry, why? Why did you split? Uh, not why did you split them? Why did you merge their rooms? Because it sounded better on paper than it really was. It's like oh, they're brothers. They get to spend time together, like. It sounds nice having like, oh, bunk beds with you, but there's nothing logical about it, to mm. be honest. Like, uh, not to plummet like bunk bed sales, but I, I don't recommend it because especially when you've got that age, I, I guess if they're the same age, like I like within like a, a year of each other, mm. there's probably more of an argument. But when they're going to bed at different times and you want them to wake up at different times, I just think it's a problem. And also like when you send them to their rooms and stuff like that, um, they go back to the same room. Like like you say, one should stay downstairs, one goes yeah. upstairs. Um, but also we're we're changing like the room layouts a little bit. So if we want, we're not having like toys and stuff out because it's like a playroom as well. Um, we're not having all that stuff out. We're having it all put away. So if we send like Reggie to his room, we'll like send him to his room and say, don't touch the toy cupboard. So he's not allowed to go in and help himself because there's no punishment going to your room if you can just go and fucking play. Because he just wants his own space yeah, anyway, yeah. away from Riley right now. He's like, I just want to go and play on my own. Uh, so we're just trying to work out the right punishments for the kids, basically. And what's really interesting that's happening right now with like me and Riley is he's he's getting like a little bit of, I don't know if this is the right word, but remorse. As in, I get the sense that when he does misbehave, he's actually sorry for it for the first time. Like he feels like I've let that you is do- not the callow way. <laughs> I feel like he, I feel like he's sort of in a position where he's like, I know I've let you down, mm. and he actually looks sorry for it. So like sometimes like he's he's misbehaved. Yeah, he's not being a little brat basically. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry for upsetting you, mummy and daddy. Like he's taking that line, mm. and I'm like so confused with it because I'm like, is he manipulating me, or is he actually? And I'm trying to work that out with my own kid right now. I'm like, is he full of shit, or is he actually sorry? And I can't tell sometimes with him he's that mm. good. Um, so I think I think he's growing a little bit of remorse right now. So me and him had like a sit down talk. Um, it was actually last night. Uh, and I'm sort of like trying to tr- talk to him like a, a bigger boy now. Uh, and sort of like saying, listen, you're not four, you're six. And it's really important you start acting like a six year old because you're still acting like a four year old. I said, when you fight with Reggie, you're acting like a four-year-old. I said, but you're a bigger boy than that. I said, you're his big brother. I said, you need to start setting the example for Reggie. I said, you need to start acting like a six-year-old and grow up a little bit now. Um, and then we had a good conversation and we had like a nice little chat about it all um, and hugged it out, which was cool. Uh, but I think I think that's probably the next level of how I try and parent them differently, understanding that Reggie is four. And there's certain things and tactics that will work with him to get him to do what we want him to do. Uh, but Riley's very different. So I just need to change stuff a little bit. Well, we will wrap it up. Before, before we do, actually, um, just one more question I had was, have you noticed with the punishments or anything that uh, Riley has 
felt like so with me and my brother he always felt that he was the one that was being singled out because mm-hmm. he was the older brother have you noticed any anything like that with it yet or uh <clears throat> good question um I'm going to say no right now uh, just because of how mm, it's good. It's a really good question. Largely because the punishments are just like the naughty step and go to the room sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, fairly equal. Fa- fairly equal. And like taking like they both love their pudding and, and like stuff like that. So we've kind of just been like blanket punishing them both. Uh, so I'd say the, the biggest change that we're doing right now is understanding that they deeply care about different things. And it sounds obvious when you say it, but when you're a parent, you just say, no pudding for the rest of the week or yep. not having your iPad or whatever it is. Uh, I think we've now, first time I did it yesterday. So like uh, Reggie, Reggie was being good actually. Riley got Fortnite deleted off his iPad. Uh, oh, and by the way, I will leave this as a, like a little teaser. One of the f- most enjoyable experiences for me uh, in a very long time with the boys it was me and Riley duo teaming on Fortnite together, each on an iPad, because he's now at that level where we can enjoy games the, like that together. The worst thing about that is that you're playing it on an iPad with touchscreen as well. Yeah, I'm better on an iPad than on the Switch. Lunatic, absolutely. We'll lunatic. cover this on a future show, <laughs> <laughs> guys. We will leave it there. Uh, thank you so much for wassling. Wassling. <laughs> thank you so much for wassling, we- watching, <laughs> listening. We've been waffling. You've been watching. <laughs> Uh, I think wassling was a, a mix between watching and listening. And I, I, like guess, I guess that's kind of what a video podcast is. Like, you've got an option to listen. You've got an option to watch. Let's just say we're wassling. Guys, this is this is going to get coined right now. Uh, regardless of how you have enjoyed this show, you have been wassled. And we will speak to you next time. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>